We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're part of the Blue Wire Network. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. As always, I'm here with Jason, Pat, and Jason. We are talking post-NBA All-Star game. While the All-Star break symbolically represents the second half of the season, the Bulls have actually played 71 or 72% of their games already. Uh, There's only seven weeks left before the playoffs start, and the Bulls currently are 38 and 21 tied to top of the Eastern conference with the Miami heat. Uh, I think it's been a super successful year by any measure so far, but these next seven weeks are really going to prove quite a bit because there are only two and a half games separating the top seed and the number five seed in the Eastern conference. Still a lot of play for the bulls. Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball remain out, though Caruso is starting basketball activities pretty soon. Lonzo Ball was just on Instagram chasing around his three-year-old. He looked like he was moving pretty well. We're going to read into it and say Lonzo's coming back ahead of schedule after seeing him chase a toddler around. Uh, And the Bulls also add Tristan Thompson. But, you know, before we get to all that, Jace, all-star game, Bulls in the all-star game. I kind of think we start with Zach in the three-point contest because Zach has stinks. Very transparently, <laughs> very transparently trying to become the first person in NBA history to win both the dunk contest and the three-point contest. Of course, he captured multiple dunk contest titles as a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves before the Bulls acquired him for Jimmy Butler a few years back. Uh, this was now the third time he was in the three-point contest. Another early exit for Zach Levine. I don't think he's ever made the second round. No. 14, I believe yeah. that was the lowest score of anyone in the competition. Of course, Zach also playing with a bum knee. Uh, you can debate whether or not he should have even been out there. It would have been nice to see him rest. But uh, the latest on Zach is that, you know, his his knee, he got like a cortisone injection. Uh, the that knee PRP, like, baby. <laughs> knee looks like it's in better shape than we feared. I'm not sure how much of a good thing this is. Jason, where are you at with Zach Levine in the three-point contest? Uh, yeah, poor Zach. 
really bad. I honestly didn't watch much of the all-star stuff this weekend, full disclosure, but I watched good uh, the part of the game that mattered. Uh, and I was following along when Zach was shooting the three point contest. And yeah, I mean, three years in a row, Oh, for three. I wonder if he's going to keep doing this, uh, just going to keep going and going. Cause obviously he's a great three point shooter in general. So like, I'm sure he'll, the invite will be on the table every year for him, but he just, uh, can't break through 14 is really rough. We got his old teammate, Carl Anthony towns with the big victory as the center. That was kind of cool for him to come out on top of. Yeah. I mean, Zach just, uh, it's not, not really having it for the three point contest for him. And I get it. He definitely does want to win whatever become make history. So he'll probably just keep doing it. It's not like it's a, if he gets invited, he'll probably just keep saying yes. Maybe sometime he'll finally break through and, uh, win or at least get to the next round for God's sakes, at least get to the next round. He was, he's over three on that. And this year was especially bad, but it does seem like the knee is doing better for him. Uh, like I said, you said cortisone, he got that PRP injection. Uh, and we'll talk about the all-star game in a second here, but he did a 360 in the all-star game and he made a joke about it. He's like, yeah, I think my knee looked pretty good on that 360. Uh, it did. And he played closing minutes in that all-star game. So it does seem like he's doing better. Hopefully this, whatever he had the fluid drain and all these other injections, hopefully that it is able to kind of tidy him over for the rest of the season. But I mean, like you said, there's still seven weeks. There could be a playoff run here. Who knows how this knee will hold up. Hopefully it does. Maybe he'll have to get, he'll continue to get treatment for the rest of the year, but uh, it seems like he at least had a good time out there had had some highlights in the all-star game, even if three point contest did not go well for him. Uh, the other, my other favorite piece of uh, all-star game content was, I don't know if you saw it today. I think the NBA posted it on Instagram, Luka Doncic coming up to DeRozan. I think it was pregame. And he was like, Hey man, do you ever miss from mid range? And DeMar like, didn't really understand what Luka was asking <laughs> first. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I make him. He's like, no, but do you ever miss in a game? Mars like, I miss sometimes. Luca's like, yeah, but you make like 19 out of 20, right? <laughs> so that was a nice exchange. Luca, Jokic, and DeRozan all hanging out there. I oh, believe they were all they were all tampering. Love it. Get it, get it, get on with that. <laughs> they were at least all hanging out there for a brief minute. So that was pretty cool. And then I didn't see any of Io in the Rising Stars game. I was uh I was out of town this weekend, but there were reports that he injured his thumb, yeah, thumb injury. I think it was like a jammed thumb. Uh, I don't think it's anything bad from what I've seen. There hasn't been like that much out that's come out about it from a, uh, that have like legit reports. It seems like I feel like from what I've seen, it was just like nothing. He jammed his thumb, bothering him a little bit. Wasn't bad. Uh, he had a few baskets in that rise. Stars. I wasn't able to watch that either. Uh, they had the, the new format for that seemed kind of interesting with a little mini tournament. Uh, kind of cool. And it's definitely a, an event. I think that's good to like kind of spice it up with different stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't have, a, I guess a bulls game or a bulls player playing in a game without getting hurt, but it does seem like Io's fine. Uh, great. Obviously a great experience for him to be there as a rookie. Uh, so really cool for him, even with a little getting dinged up. Uh, and yeah, and then the all-star game itself, like I said, Zach play only played 11 minutes. Nice that he only played 11. He did get the close of the game. Uh, hit a couple big shots. He did hit a three pointer to put, bring his team to within one point. And then, uh, then LeBron James hit a dagger right over his right in him and Joel Embiid's face to end, to end it with the Elam ending. Uh, I joked about the bulls are officially back because now LeBron James is hitting dag- daggers and meaningful moments uh, to beat them. Even though obviously tomorrow was on LeBron's team and we saw a nice tomorrow LeBron celebration after that shot. 
But uh, it was nice to see Zach hit some big shots in that and played on the stretch. And Zach was like guarding LeBron on that last shot. He was guard, took the Steph assignment a few times down the stretch. So cool to see LeBron or to see Zach out there. Demar had a few Demar plays in the down the stretch in the All Star game. He drew a foul on a mid range shot, classic. He went into the Demar zone with a nasty mid range swish uh, down the stretch as well. So overall. Uh, pretty nice weekend for the Bulls. Obviously, again, Zach struggled in three-point contest. Io with the jam finger, but everyone seems to be all right. Some cool moments for Zach and Demar. Just cool to be in that whole, just the experience there, especially with the NBA's top 75 team. Uh, that whole thing was really cool. We saw Michael Jordan just loving on absolutely everybody during that, just going around giving bear hugs to basically everyone he could see. So that was really cool to see. MJ still got that pop. Uh, from the Cleveland crowd and just uh, him just loving on all the current players is really cool. So for the Bulls to be all part of that uh, experience, uh, fun to see. And now we look ahead to uh, the rest of the season. Now that we're moving past past All-Star weekend. Yeah, I loved how they announced Jordan last. And that that was a pretty cool moment. The, yeah. uh, I thought like the whole setup was solid. Jordan announced last, immediately takes the top place on the podium when no one else is standing on it. So that was beautiful. You saw Rodman there taking uh, photos with everyone. Rodman wearing like some like custom Rodman. Oh, of course. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, of course he's trying to sell. But no Scotty Pippen. No. We thought yeah. Maybe we get uh, a Scotty Michael moment after Scotty's been taking so many shots at him in the media. They did not. Uh, they did not have Scotty in attendance. And then I saw this tweet from our boy Brian J. Draft, Brian Schroeder. I was cracking up that they just showed a photo of Anthony Davis as if like he was passed away when really he's an active <laughs> NBA player and uh, just wasn't good enough to be an All Star this year at 28 years old when he's one of the 75 best players of all time. Yikes! Anyways, the Lakers are a sad story, and that's just another part. I mean, yeah, LeBron hijacking the weekend with his. Uh... Uh, oh, I might go back to Cleveland. Uh, Bronny, I'm going to play with Bronny. We're my last team. I'm putting doing all this pass aggr- aggressive shots at Rob Plinka. Classic stage Classic. in the LeBron. In the LeBron uh, when you get to this point, when LeBron starts, starts sending out the passive passive aggressive shots, uh, who knows what's happening next? There, the Lakers are a mess. You got the Ram by Curtin Linda Rambus running the show with Jeannie Bus. Fun times out there in LA. The Bulls not, not dysfunctional. Uh, for right now, which is nice again. And as you mentioned earlier, they did. And we talked about this briefly before that they signed Tristan Thompson. Uh, We did get a new bit of information about the Tristan Thompson signing is they actually, the bulls actually used the prorated biannual exception to sign him. So I believe instead of like a $750,000 deal, they gave him like a million. They used that exception to give him a little extra whether, uh, and that did cause some like raise some eyebrows because the, because they use that exception this season, they cannot use it next next offseason or next season, uh, which is interesting given just like in terms of adding more talent to the team next offseason, what the salary, their salary situation is going to look like. Uh, like, do you like this is, this is a situation where, like, should they have done that for a guy like Tristan Thompson? We don't know like what kind of role he'll actually play. We do think he can help, but like he is a buyout guy who knows how much he actually does play. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. I'm, trying to talk myself into being optimistic here and not worrying about it and saying, you know, maybe they needed to give him a little extra to get him to come here. And that ultimately maybe the way the salary situations next or this upcoming off season, like the way it plays out that maybe they just didn't think they were going to have to use it. Because if you do look at their salary situation, 
They have like a hundred million already locked in. You got Zach's going to sign a max extension. They could have the mid-level exception if they use that. They also have the Daniel Tice exception. Maybe they were thinking, you know, like if they actually do pay the luxury tax, we'll see about that. Uh, using like the mid-level gets the full mid-level gets you hard capped. Also sign in trades, which you could use with the Tyson, get you hard cap. Maybe either they figure they just wouldn't be able to use all this stuff because of the hard cap, or they just figure that they're going to somehow end up over the hard cap anyways, and or not a hard cap, but over like the, the tax apron and end up going deep into the tax and the biannual wouldn't matter because when you use the biannual exception, the hard cap is, tri- cap is triggered there as well. Still, though, uh, it is it is kind of interesting. What do you th- what do you make of them giving using that biannual on Tristan? Yeah, initial reaction is I don't like it. I mean, if you're getting a buyout guy, you should be able to pick him up for the minimum. The idea, I suppose, is that Tristan could have went somewhere else. Yeah. And, you know, the Bulls sort of sweeten the pot with a biannual exception. But, like, I think the Bulls would have been the best opportunity for Tristan regardless. And I can't imagine anyone else would have been offering him a slight increase in salary. Now, I know there are a few bad teams with cap space, but, like, you know, given that the Bulls are a contender, they're a big market team. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that the Bulls bended over backwards a little bit to acquire Tristan Thompson. Uh, my first thought on this, Jace, is this is a third clutch client oh, yeah. on the team. We know Lonzo Ball is a clutch client. The Bulls got dinged for tampering uh, with Rich Paul as his agent. Zach Levine also signed with Rich Paul and clutch before the season in advance of him negotiating his new max contract this upcoming offseason. And now Tristan Thompson goes to the Bulls on not a minimum, but, you know, sweeten the pot a little bit with the biannual exception. Jace. Are the Bulls like a few months away from landing LeBron James and becoming the clutch team? I mean, let me just go over it real quick. First of all, the Lakers are a disaster. LeBron is not the best player in the world anymore, but I would say he's comfortably probably a top seven player in the world. The way he's been playing this year has been incredibly impressive. Having a great season when healthy. I still think that he's capable of being the best player on a championship team. And if he's not like the best player in the world. I'm making air quotes with my fingers right now. You could still say that in a one game scenario, LeBron's level can go as high as anyone in the world, as high as Jokic, as high as Giannis. Uh, And if you're LeBron, when you're playing at this level at the end of your career, and the only thing that really matters is your legacy, you can't just be pissing away seasons when the rest of the team is garbage. So I don't know how the hell the Lakers are going to salvage this mess and get into championship contention next season. I don't know. I'd maybe look at an Anthony Davis trade because there's not really a ton else they can do to make a serious shift in the roster. So here's what I'm thinking, Jace. LeBron demands a trade to the Bulls. The Bulls will like do a do a Bronny draft promise as Bronny enters his senior year of high school. We'll see what happens with that eventually. And the Bulls become the clutch team and win another championship. So that's how I'm spinning this. There you go. We're back in basically back in 2010 talking about LeBron coming to the Bulls. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And then more on Tristan Thompson. So like 80% of the women I know are finally interested in the Bulls after they signed <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Women hate Tristan Thompson. Oh, I told my wife about this and she's like, oh, no, why? <laughs> yeah, I was curious to see what you heard from your wife or from other people. She was not, not feeling it. <laughs> my friend Tracy, who hates the NBA, she's a hockey fan, hates the NBA. She said that she would go to her first Bulls game only to boo Tristan Thompson. <laughs> My friend Phoebe said she was ashamed of the Bulls when they have such a likable team for signing Tristan Thompson that she would die for Chloe. And my friend Kelly said she would throw Tristan Thompson in a moat like the water trash he is. So I don't really know what what the what what happened with the celebrity gossip stuff. I don't really need to know. I don't really care. Tristan has infamously. Infamously, a lot cheated. of opinions. Yeah. On Tristan he's Tom. infamously tre- cheated on Khloe Kardashian multiple times, uh, including a pretty very recently with some like fitness like model, I think. And like they, she's either pregnant or has or had a kid that's hit that, and he's the baby daddy. Uh, so that's ba- that's where this all stems from is uh, Tristan cheating on Khloe Kardashian multiple times. Obviously, Tristan and Khloe they have at least one kid. It might be multiple. I'm not totally up on that either, but I just know in general. Uh, Tristan likes has gotten around a bit while with Chloe, and that's uh led to we know there's a lot of Kardashian fans out there, so we're curious to see what the, the kind of uh, re- uh reaction Tristan gets from the United Center crowd. Like, is it, it going to be like half the women just like booing him and screaming at him? I don't know, it'd be, be kind of funny, but uh, well, that's me- celebrity gossip news with cash considerations right yeah. there, and yeah, he sounds like a piece of shit. Based on all that, so. But uh, I mean, yeah, maybe a bit of a scumbag in that regard. But uh, if he helps the Bulls like win some playoff games, uh, yeah. I guess. Give me some, I guess give me I some can... offensive boards. Yeah. <laughs> just grab some boards, bro. Grab some yeah, boards. it'll be it will be interesting. And in just in terms of that, whole, back to the bringing it full circle, the salary thing, what it does mean for their future salary plans. Like, are they planning on going deep into the tax? Are they? Is this? Getting rid of this biannual exception for next year, is that a way to hinder what they can use to spend next offseason? It will be interesting to see. I know people, uh, some people are skeptical of their willingness to go into the tax. We should be uh, until they actually do it. I'm talking myself into thinking this is a good sign that they uh, that they have think they think there are other ways, like I said, the full mid-level or whatever, the, however the else they uh look into this off season and adding salary and getting into that luxury tax that it's going to be for, it's going to be positive that using this biennial now is not going to hinder them adding good players next off season. So we will see that's something to consider down the line in a few months after the season is over, but to wrap it up here really quick, 
Um, other news, Goran Dragic going to the Nets. Dennis Schroeder not getting bought out. So I'm not sure if the Bulls are going to get any other buyout guys. There are still obviously other names that they could look at out there, but the, some of these big ones besides Tristan coming to the Bulls, Dragic gone, Schroeder gone. Javon Carter just went to the Milwaukee Bucks joining DeAndre, DeAndre Bembry. So they're both the Bucks have signed two ex-Nets now in like the last couple of weeks. Uh, I don't, like I said, I, we, it doesn't look like Robin Lopez or Gary Harris are going to get bought out. So, uh, it might just be Tristan, which means we might still have to deal with a lot of Matt Thomas here, but if Crusoe's coming back soon, uh, hope, hopefully that'll be good. Hopefully maybe sometime in the next couple of weeks, maybe Lonzo right on the heels. So hopefully, uh, it won't be too much longer. We have to deal with <laughs> the Matt Thomas. Matt Thomas just say we don't have to deal with Matt Thomas. We don't <laughs> yeah. want to look at Matt Thomas. We don't want to see Matt Thomas until he's getting a ring next season. That's when right. you know they bring him back and he's off the team. And you know, we'll cheer for him at the grand part victory parade, Jace. But that's, that's about right. it. Yeah. And so coming out of the all-star break, uh, the schedule is a bitch for sure. Super tough. Uh, I mean, just I mean, just looking at these next two weeks here. Uh, I mean, even even look beyond that, but we come out, we got two home games Thursday versus Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks are have not been good this season. That's still a tough game. The Hawks are a talented team. Trey Young can go off at any time. That'll be a tough game. Saturday, home versus Memphis. We know the Grizzlies beat our ass. The Bulls asslet in the first meeting in Memphis on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Bulls are really short head in that game. Memphis is third in the West, right behind the Warriors. John Morant is fucking awesome. That's going to be a really tough game. Monday. Go to Miami to face Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. Bulls and Heat are tied right now. Really tough game. And then finally, and then the Bulls get finally a couple days off, which is nice because they like haven't had multiple days off in forever. And then they go to Atlanta next Thursday. And then you got the Bucks on Friday. Next Friday night uh, is an ESPN home game. I just bought tickets to that game, so I'm excited. I'll be in the building to boo the shit out of Grayson Allen. I cannot wait for that. Uh, and then after that, another couple more days off, and then they got they go to Philadelphia on March seventh to play James Harden, Joel Embiid, and the Sixers again. Maybe the Bulls like to beat Joel Embiid, but uh, I mean that's just that's five really tough game or six six really tough games. One, two, three, four, six really tough games coming out of the break before they have a game against Detroit. You hope, I mean, if anything, to split those three, maybe you get maybe you go four and two, try to protect that home court, maybe win through those three home court games, steal one on the road, something like that. Just you hope to get through these six games. Like I said, at least 500, maybe get to go four and two here. Uh, and then, and even like looking ahead of the schedule, you got a Cavs, you got at Utah, at Phoenix later this month, you got at Milwaukee later this month, at Cleveland, uh, and, and this is all in March. So, Bulls have a really tough schedule down the stretch here. Thank God these guys, some guys are getting healthy. Uh, Ricky, your thoughts here on these well, upcoming games Jace, as we wrap up. It's the second toughest remaining yeah. schedule in the league. Just looking and at it, I'm like, yeah, every, like every other, or basically every game is really tough with like the you know, random bum team thrown in there. Such a thin margin for error right now in the East. I mean, the way the Celtics are playing, just far and away the best defense in the league since January 1st. Uh, I mean, I think the Celtics are totally legit. Like, no one should want to see the Celtics in the series. I think the Bulls could beat them and would be favored to beat them for sure. But that's not going to be an easy series against that defense, no matter who plays them. So, you know, they've just been charging up the standings as of late. Uh, Two and a half games, man, separating one and five. And uh, 
it's it's going to be a very slim margin for error for the Bulls over the next month with a difficult schedule with Caruso and Ball still out. Uh, you hope that someone like Caruso, we've already heard rumors that he's like ramping up to start coming back. You just hope he doesn't rush it. The Bulls certainly need him out there, but they need him in full strength for the playoffs too. That should be the main thing. Uh, they need to remember that, but man, still so much meaningful basketball to be played in the last 30% of the season in the Eastern conference. If you look at the West, like things are pretty entrenched in the West. Now, Chris Paul fractures his thumb. It'll be interesting to see like how that shakes things up in the West or, you know, Draymond's return is also pending as well, but man, the East, everyone is so bunched together. It doesn't feel like there's a definitive favorite to me. I think the Bucks deserve to be the favorite just because they won the championship last year, just because they have Giannis, who's arguably the best player in the world. He's my pick for best player in the world, I think, over Jogic. But, you know, no Brooke Lopez yet. We don't know what Brooke Lopez is going to look like when he finally comes back. He's in his mid-30s. He has a back injury. That's not good for a seven-footer. How much are they going to get from Ibaka? I feel like Ibaka looks washed 60% of the time, and he looks pretty good 40% of the time. That might be charitable to him even. Uh, and they lost P.J. Tucker over the offseason, who was a you know pretty sneaky good addition for them at the trade deadline last year. So a lot left to be determined, especially in the East. But, dude, all you can ask for from the Bulls is the fact that they have a chance. And I feel like they're not going to be drawing dead in any series. Obviously they want to get the best seed possible. And no matter who they play, they're going to have a chance to win the series. And that is pretty incredible. Yeah. A lot of fun. I mean, just so many fun games we're going to have to watch down the stretch. And I'm even looking at like the last couple of weeks here in April, he got a nice long home stretch that features Clippers, Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Hornets, they closed here at Minnesota. Like, I mean, just every night it's going to be just a really, a, like, basically an, a good opponent to watch. Ho- hopefully, a fun game, and hopefully by then, like as we go into the playoffs, we got a full roster. Patrick Williams, we'll see when he comes back. Again, I don't want to put high expectations on him, but uh, if he can come back and at least be a, a nice body to play defense, that helps. Any bit helps, so that so the other those other bums aren't playing. So. We're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have a lot to talk about here over these last couple months and into the playoffs here. A lot of fun games to talk about. So I'm excited. It's nice to get a little break here during the All Star break. But uh, these last couple months should be a ton of fun. It's it's great to have meaningful basketball to talk about after just so many years of dog shit. So I'm really looking forward to it, Ricky. Let's do this. Let's Pulls do it, man. back. All right, that's gonna do it here for us here at Cash Considerations, a Shy Bulls podcast. As always, shout out to the Blue Hour Network. Please go check out all the other great pods across Blue Hour. Uh, blue wire network in addition to us here at cash and for us please rate and review us give us those five star ratings on apple Podcasts. we're also on spotify stitcher google Podcasts. wherever you listen to your podcast give us those ratings that helps us out you can find us follow us on twitter i'm at bulls underscore j ricky is at sbn underscore ricky and as always shout out to fuzz gun for our new intro this season uh, again bulls back from the break thursday night at home against the atlanta hawks Saturday at home against the Grizzlies. Monday um, at Miami. Fun games coming up. So enjoy the rest of the break, everybody. And we will be back sometime. Maybe maybe later this week when the Bulls come back. We'll, we'll figure that out soon. But talk to you guys next time.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.